Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Steeler Stat Geek. This is Steel Curtain Network editor Dave Schofield coming at you on another milestone Thursday. Okay, what do I mean another milestone? You know that since the beginning of 2023, basically since the end of the Steelers 2022 season, I've been counting down to different things. Oh, here's where we are at this time. While, while other people do cool stuff with their number of episodes, I look at the calendar and look at how much time we have onto other things. And this is a game day. Now, I'm going to have Stat Geek episodes, unless we change stuff around too much, on a couple game days this year because the Steelers have two Thursday night games scheduled. But this is the Steelers' final preseason game. This is the last Stat Geek of this year before the Steelers start the race. In other words, it's the last, it's the last one of the preseason. There we go. Well, we're, we'll still technically be in the preseason for two more weeks, but this is the last one with a game. 
Last one with a game coming up to it. So this is the last stat geek leading up to a preseason game. You've got to finish the preseason games in order to get to the regular season games. Now, like I said, we'll have two more weeks in there before we hit the, the regular season game. You know, one, one will be that transition week. Uh, we'll get the 53-man roster trimmed down. Um, that happens two days before next week's Stack Geek. Then the one after, we'll be rolling into talking about week one coming up that weekend. So it's really here. It's really upon us. And I've got to make an announcement here because I've got a contest to talk to you about. No, this is not the contest we've, I've run the last couple of years, which is the uh, Survivor League for a signed football by a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. The answer to that is yes, we're going to be having that. There'll be more information on this show next week, probably at other shows earlier in the week. We wait till the preseason wraps up, then we get that ramped up rolling into the regular season. So I'll have more on that as a, you know, specifically a particular Steel Curtain Network contest giveaway. This is a bigger contest because, in other words, it's beyond Steel Curtain Network. This is for all of Fans First Sports Network, all of Fans First Sports Network. And, it, and therefore, it's it's a bigger network, but it's a bigger prize. It's a bigger prize. So here we go. Attention, sports fans. Are you a fan of an NFL team? Would you love to attend your favorite team's week one game? Well, you're in luck. Fans First Sports Network is giving away four free tickets to the week one NFL game of your choice up to a $5,000 value. The rules are to enter are simple. Go to contest.fansforsports.com and fill out the appropriate information. That's it. Once you've done that, you've been officially registered to win the four free tickets to any week one NFL game. What are you waiting for? Go enter your shot at seeing your favorite team, which I'm assuming if you're listening here, is the Pittsburgh Steelers, and you can see them in action in week one. The contest ends on September 4th, so get there and get entered. Whew, yeah, that's pretty exciting. That's that's a big one. That's a big one. So, that hey, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors, Tell your sworn enemies. I don't care who you tell. And it doesn't matter who they're a fan of. It doesn't have to be someone who's a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers because you can choose the game of your choice for week one of the NFL. You've got till September 4th. You need to get on that, get going, spread the word. I will give you one more time. I will tell you, that's that's a website, contest.fansfirstsports.com. There you go. You go there, you enter. And that's it. All right. So that's the contest. Uh, we'll be talking more about that one and the other one that we'll have for just Steel Curtain Network. But well, I mean, it's open for the people, but it's for something Steeler specific. We'll talk more about that one next week. This week, we're going to dive into what the Pittsburgh Steelers have been able to do in this preseason. This is, let's just say this. It's an unprecedented pace that this team is setting, specifically when you talk about the first-team offense. Now, we could talk about the defensive. I'm going to talk – I'm going to go pretty specific here about the first-team offense and what 
they have done. Because, I mean, the first team defense, you can talk about what all they do. You know what they've done? They've held the team off the scoreboard. That's what they've done for two games. Now, the thing is, the Pittsburgh Steelers have done that before. You can, you know, held teams off the scoreboard for a lot of a game that, and how they've done all those things. But when you look at what the offense has done, they've had with their first teamers three drives, three touchdowns. And now another reason I'm going to focus on the offense, because this is kind of interesting. Coach Tomlin was asked about this in his press conference on Tuesday. And if you missed it, go back. Jeff Hartman filled in for me on Tuesday, recapping Tomlin's press conference, because it was my son's birthday and we were out doing wonderful birthday things with him. But you you can check it out because Coach Tomlin was asked the question, they're like, hey, when, when it comes to offense, you pretty much have ones and twos. And even threes right now, if you had enough uh, to to fill out the whole thing. It's very definitive. But with defense, it's been a lot more mix and match. It's hard to define when the Steelers, quote-unquote, starters have actually played for the drive. You could argue that they had zero drives in week one of the preseason because so many of the defenders did not play. Then you had others that played one drive, like the Alex Highsmith, like Levi Wallace, like – Quan Alexander, not Quan Alexander, wrong one. What's the other linebacker that smacks people? Quan Alexander smacks people. Landon Roberts, that's the other one who smacks people. There we go. He only played in the first on the first drive. Quan Alexander had more to do because he was newer to the team. So how can you really define those drives? Because of that and because it's, it's not as definitive for the defense, I stuck with the offense, and there is plenty of numbers to talk about here with the offense. So we're going to talk about what they've done so far this preseason and the, the pace that they've set. We're going to do that in the first half. Then we're going to look at what sometimes I do. We'll look at just specific numbers from the last week and then look at what we want to see tonight in Atlanta to finish up the preseason. But let's look at what the Steelers offense has done, all right? And in order to put that in perspective, you kind of have to look at what the offense was doing in 2022. So I went in and I looked at the, at the stats from Pro Football Reference. So these are their numbers. If something's off, it's because Pro Football Reference has their numbers off. Um, I, I trust them pretty well, but sometimes, you know, things could get a little bit. So something loses there, and you're like, wait a second. The Steelers didn't have this many drives last season. They had this many. Well, this is according to Pro Football Reference. I went in and looked at the total number of drives the Pittsburgh Steelers had last year. Then I looked at the results of those drives and how how often they occurred. Then I looked at so far what the Steelers have done this preseason, both just the first team and then also just in total. And then had to say, you know, what would have to happen for the Steelers to to, to get to the numbers that they had in, in 2022? Because sometimes that's what teams look new. Do you want to better your numbers or, or, or you definitely don't want worse numbers? But some teams that struggle in the first, you know, in, not the first season, the preseason, what am I saying? That they sometimes they'll struggle in the preseason and just say, oh, they, they need to get to the numbers they had last year during the regular season. We're not even talking about that with the Steelers, with the offense, because we knew Steelers fans knew that was not good enough. But let's just look at kind of what that – Not good enough was. 177 drives for the Steelers last year during the regular season. Well, because we're not talking preseason here. 
They had 28 touchdowns, 28 touchdown drives, 44 drives that resulted in a field goal being attempted with 34 of those being made, 34 out of 44. 69 drives that ended in a punt. 17 drives that ended in some sort of turnover. 15 drives that ended as as the clock went to zero at either the end of the half or the end of the game. So it ended the game. And four of those drives ended on the Steelers turning the ball over on downs. So that's the total for, for the 177. That's how it broke down for the Steelers. Now, if you want to look, let's say, let's look at it as percentage-wise, you know, rather than just raw numbers, you know, and this is simple. So we're just taking the taking these numbers, divide by the total number of drives, get the percentage. Steelers scored a touchdown on 15.8% of their drives. They scored, they attempted a field goal, you know, I didn't. I didn't break these into made or miss because really, whether the ball goes to the uprights or not isn't necessarily all on the offense. Sometimes the offense didn't do a very good job of getting them close enough, and they still hit it. And sometimes the offense got them plenty close, and they don't hit it. So we're just going with attempts. Twenty-four point eight percent of the time, there was a field goal attempt. Thirty-nine percent of the time, thirty-nine percent of drives, more than a third, the Steelers punted. Nine point six percent of the drives, they turned it over. 8.5% of their drives, they ended the game or ended the half. And 2.3% of the drives, they turned it over on downs. All right. Well, first, let's look at the Steelers' first team offense through two games of the preseason. Three drives, three touchdowns. All right. This is an unprecedented pace that the Steelers have 100% of their drives ending in a touchdown. You can't sustain it. You, you really can't. And honestly, I'm going to talk about this about tonight's game. You know, I kind of wanted to wait and talk a little bit more about this in the second half, but it goes with this numbers now. You can't expect the Pittsburgh Steelers to churn out the same percentage of touchdown drives in this game that they have through the preseason. It, They can't get any better. That's the thing. You can't improve. You can't improve on 100% of your drives ending in a touchdown. The only way you can improve that is to improve the total number of drives and keep it at 100%. Another reason I say say that is this. I mean, look at it. We, We had six different things I was looking at. Touchdown, field goal, punt, turnover, end of game, or down. Six things. Imagine that as being the six sides of a dice, okay? Six sided dice, Okay. I guess it would be a die because just one of them, but I'll say dice. It, it doesn't matter. You take that die and you, and I said die anyway, and you roll it. And let's say you roll a six. We'll have a six representative touchdown because it's six points. We'll just do that. You roll that three times. It's not out of the realm of possibility that you could roll that and have it be a six three times assuming that this is you know, not a way to die or anything like that. That's not outside the realm of possibility. But if you were to tell me you're going to roll it 10 times and you're going to get a six every time, I, I think you're crazy. I really would. Just because as, as your sample size increases, it, it, it's hard to – like someone said, hey, I can, I, I can flip 
a, a coin and have it be heads three times in a row. But I'm not going to flip it 50 times and have it be heads every time. It, it, it's just as the sample size gets bigger, it's too much to say that they're going to do it. Now, is it possible for the Steelers to do it? Absolutely. Could they go out and offense play, I don't know, maybe only one drive and they score a touchdown? Yes, they could. And that would just blow my mind even more. I am not expecting this. And and here's why. Here's why. Let's let's just look at it. Steelers, three drives, three touchdowns. What would it take in this game for the Steelers first team to have to be out there and have it and have their drives end in a way to line up with their percentages from last year? Okay, I'm going to say this again because, you know, this is just kind of a fun activity to kind of see see how this goes. What would it take for the Steelers team to go out there and with already having three touchdowns on three drives, what, how many more drives would it take and what would the results of those drives be in order for the Steelers to get to what they averaged in their scoring drives last year? It would take an additional 16 drives. Now, could a team have 16 drives in a game? They could, yeah. That's not beyond their own possibility. So far, the Steelers have had 26 drives in the preseason. Uh, 12 one game, 14 in the other, and I can't remember which one's which. Um, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll get it mixed up if I take a shot, so I'm not even going to try. And I'm not going to sit here and stumble over my words while I try to look it up. So, so it would take 16 drives, and the Steelers couldn't score any touchdowns on those drives because they've already reached – They've already reached their, their their touchdown limit for what they would need in order to, to pull off that 15.8%. Okay. They would have to have 16 drives with five field goals and seven punts, two turnovers, and they would have to end the half in the game twice. They would have to do that both times. Or and 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 not they wouldn't even have to turn it over and downs. Or to make it even out and have it close but not as good as the percentages you could have them end the game or half once and turn it over on downs once that's what it would take for them to get to the pace that just the first team has set 16 drives well first of all the first team's not going to see 16 drives this game i don't see i mean unless something really crazy happens and it would probably be crazy bad like uh the steelers turn the ball over without running many plays. It would have to be in a really bad way to think that the Steelers' offense is going to see more than what I would say three drives. I don't think they're going to see more than three. I don't know if they're going to play this like last year where the Steelers had more drives in the third game. Um, their, off- their first team played more in the third game than they did the other two. I don't know if they're going to do that this year. I, we, we don't really have the sample size data. Last year was the first time that the Steelers only had three preseason games because the year before when they cut it back, they were they were in the Hall of Fame game. So they had four. So we can't say, well, this is what the – I can't tell you. This is what they've always done. What they've always done with three preseason games is they played their starters more this game than any other one. And it's true. Because you only have a one-year sample size, so I, but I'm not I'm not betting my house on that because the sample size is too small. So, yeah, I know I'm really I'm really stat geeking it out with stuff like that today. I know, but to look at that, that's just kind of crazy to say they would have to. To me, if they played three drives in a preseason game, they would, and maybe one game they played four, they would have to play five more preseason games and not score a touchdown in order for them to do what they've done over the last two games. 
All right, they would have to play five more preseason games where they where they had either three or four drives and not score a touchdown in any of those drives in order to in order for it to kind of to average out to what the offense was doing last year. So that kind of tells you that the that they're going a little bit. Hey, now let's go ahead and look at it for all right, Dave. Well, you told us about the first team. What about in in general? What about the team in general, not just the first the the the, the ones out there? Well, as I said before, the Steelers have had 12 and 14 drives per game each, or not each, but respectively. Um, that's 26 total drives. They have six touchdowns, four field goals, 11 punts, three turnovers, two end of games, and have not turned it over on downs. If the Steelers had a game where they were going to even it back out and make their numbers as bad as, quote unquote, as bad as they were last year, if you really want to think of it, this is how the game would have to play out tonight. They would have to have 12 drives. No touchdowns, five field goals, four punts, one turnover, and the half or end of the game, and turn it over once on downs. Now, is that possible? Yeah. Is that a pretty miserable performance? Yeah, I would say so. So the Steelers would really have to – I mean, they would have to stink it up, you know, not find the end zone, settle for a bunch of field goals. That's what it would take – for them to just get – for them to have the same results as they did last year because they've done so much more um, in, in this first game. So and – then, and then another thing I did just real quick just for fun. Last year in 2022, on those, on, on those 177 drives, according to Pro Football Reference, the Steelers ran 1,153 plays. If you look at their touchdowns, 28 touchdowns, that means they scored a touchdown every 41 plays that they ran. If you look at the ones this year, uh, just just the first team offense, they've scored three touchdowns on seventeen plays. That's I even rounded this up because I didn't want to give a partial play. That's one touchdown every six plays. That's what they've produced. One touchdown every six plays. Wow. Zoinks. That's really something. That means in order to get to where they were with that same pace last year, they would have to come out and run 106 plays without scoring a touchdown. So 106 plays, no touchdown. That's the equivalent of probably a game in three quarters. Just just to just to round it off a little bit of how many plays that would take without them having to score a touchdown. That's what they would have to do in order to, to get back to the level they were last year. All right. I mean, I mean, if you if you looked at scoring plays, that wouldn't be so bad because Steelers first team has no field goals and everything. But I just thought I'd go ahead and look at it real quick before we take our break. Where did the Steelers stand? with the points that they've scored so far this preseason compared to other teams. Because I don't know about you. I haven't been watching other teams in the preseason. I, I just don't do that. I, I don't know all the players on their on their starting lineup, let alone the end of their 90-man roster. But I do with the Steelers, and, and that's part of the reason why. Um, I follow the Steelers and watch every play that they play. So right now, the Steelers, you know, they're 2-0. and um, they've scored 54 points this preseason in two games. Only two teams have scored more points than the Steelers in the preseason. The Las Vegas Raiders, who are 2-0, has 68 points, and the Kansas City Chiefs, who are 1-1, had 62 points. I will tell you that the Cleveland Browns have scored 54 points this preseason as well, but they've already played three games. So it 
So in three games, they've scored as many points as Steelers have in two. Jacksonville Jaguars and the Green Bay Packers are just one game behind the Steelers. But then you look at that, I'm like, but the thing that sets the Steelers apart, especially when Steelers fans look at this and it's so exciting, is that they've scored these points early with with their first team. So let's just look at the first half. When you look at the first half, the Steelers have scored 38 of their 54 points in the first half. That's 19 points per half, per first half. Per game, 19 points each game in the first half. That's their average. That's more than what the Steelers averaged per game last year for the whole game. So, yes, they've really – their offense has really set a big pace. And I'll tell you, I went through all of this and all the way down to to teams that haven't even scored 38 points total in in the preseason. And I can tell you that the Steelers and the Green Bay Packers are tied – for the most points scored in the first half um, in, in the preseason so far this year. They both scored 38 points. The next closest I found is Vegas, who scored 34. And the Commanders scored 31. I found a couple others that scored 30. I like New Orleans and, and, and the Chargers. But that's it. The Steelers' offense, when you're talking early in the game, and that's where you really look at stuff in preseason when it comes to what they could maybe do for the season. They've really set an unprecedented pace. This is not what we even saw last year in the preseason. Um, This is really something that could be special. The key is, how are they going to finish it off to roll into the regular season? So we're going to talk about what the Steelers can do to finish that off good tonight as soon as we're back from this break. So stick around. We'll be right back. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. 
Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P.com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, let's roll through this. The break was a little bit later than normal, but I had a contest to talk about, which uh, if you missed that in the first half, I don't know what you're doing listening now if you missed the contest in the first half. You got to go back and hear that if you want four free tickets to end your choice of any NFL game in week one. That's that's a pretty great prize. Man, that, that's a really great prize for somebody out there. All right, what I've been doing – I've been looking at 10 key statistics that I picked out, the ones I'm looking for in the preseason. I looked at them for week one, see how the Steelers did. Let's look at them real quick for week two, just a little recap of that, and then kind of say what we want to have going forward, where the Steelers have hit it, where they've missed it, and and where where they can build on things. All right. So we'll kind of, you know, I'll even remind everyone of what happened in week one. All right, so the first one's penalties. I said I really like the Steelers to keep it to under five or to five penalties or less. And they almost did in week one. They had six. And then in week two, they had four. Four accepted penalties going up against a team that had 13. So it's not that the refs weren't throwing the flag at all for either team. They were throwing it plenty, but it wasn't for the Steelers. So to me, I want to still keep that number the same. Five penalties or less would be great. To have the Steelers have a big setback in that department in their last game. Now, I will tell you, there's one thing that could make me be, you know what? They had seven penalties. I'll be okay with that. The, the one thing to take into consideration is this is their practice on a short week. They've had a short week, quick turnaround. We know as as NFL fans, particularly Steelers fans, that sometimes we get a very sloppy product during the regular season on Thursday night football because the teams are having to turn around and play again too quickly. If we get a little bit sloppier product with the Steelers in the preseason because it was a quick turnaround, it will be disappointing, but you could also see a reason for it. So we'll see how they continue stuff like that. When I say sloppy, I'm talking about things like penalties. I don't want to see pre-snap penalties, things like that. Uh, I mean, the Steelers have one last game, but that's because they had too many men on the field. The very end of the game, trying to figure out who's trying to block an extra point. Um, and, 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 and that happened. We keep those things down. All right. Point scored. I've wanted to see 24 points or more every game. And the Steelers have scored 27 points both games. I would like to see that, you know, that 24-point threshold again. Points surrendered, particularly in the first half specifically, I've wanted it to be 10 or less. The Steelers gave up none through three quarters this past week. No points to the Buffalo Bills through three 
quarters. That's pretty big. Um, and only seven points total in the first half through two games. I mean, I didn't in the first half I was talking about how how the Steelers have, have done and and everything, and I talked about their points scored. I didn't. I completely forgot to even mention their points surrendered. The Steelers are sixth in points surrendered through the end through the um, through two preseason games. They've only surrendered thirty two points. And what's crazy, if you go back and look at this and how much that they've how much they've surrendered, I'm pretty sure of those thirty two points, only seven of them have come in the first three quarters. That's that's crazy. Now I will tell you this though, because this is a big one. Talking about the points scored. The team that has the fewest amount of preseason points scored against them so far in two games this year is the Atlanta Falcons. They've only surrendered 16 points. So this is a good test for the Pittsburgh Steelers offense going up against them. All right, so I kind of did the points scored, the points surrendered, all that. Wanted to go back and pick up that information that I wanted to throw out there in the first half that uh, slipped through the cracks. Next, next number, third down conversions. I want to see the Steelers to be good. Good is 40%. Really good is 50%. So I just wanted to see them be good. They weren't quite good enough the first game, 33%, although the first half was great. Last game, 47%. 47%. You know, much better in the first half than the second half, but you know what? It is what it is. 47. So they hit the 40 mark. I want to see that 40 mark again for the whole game. I'd like to see the 50 mark. Um, in the first half. I'd like to see at least 50 in the first half, 40 for the whole game. We'll see if that happens. The red zone. This is one that the Steelers have not hit what I was hoping for during the preseason games. They were 50% in the red zone week one. They were 33% in the red zone in week two. They were only one out of three. And I was wanting to see 67%. I want to see two out of three. So, that's one thing that I think could be a really key thing to work on and focus on is finish this week, tonight, finishing off drives in the red zone. Now, I also know that those numbers are better when it comes to the, the first half, but the Steelers' first-team offense have not been in the red zone. I'll say that again. That's another reason why this is unprecedented, the pace that they've set. They have not run a play in the red zone. They have scored three touchdowns, all of which came from outside the red zone. That is kind of blows my mind with that one. That, that, that one's crazy. So part of the reason I think that that number is down is because the, the, the first team has been scoring outside the red zone, not even giving themselves an opportunity to boost that number. But that's one they haven't hit yet. Turnovers, I don't want the Steelers to have any more than one turnover. They had one turnover last week. It was it was kind of embarrassing with the way that that went down, with the, with the snap going when the quarterback wasn't ready. I've talked about that plenty enough. I'm not going to beat that dead horse anymore. But uh, they, they hit the mark last week. Would love to see them do it again this week. Uh, one is okay. I'd love to see them play a clean game. That would be really, really great. Yards per carry in, in the running game. The Steelers had 3.5 yards per carry week one, 3.7 yards in week two. But you got to realize over half their rushing yards was one play. They had, what was it, 33, I think it was 33 um, carry, or thirty-three rushing attempts for 123 yards. Yeah. But you also got to remember that they were minus two yards on two attempts from two kneel downs. So 
throw that out there too. But still, that 3.7 went up, but it's still yeah, – that was really inflated by the one run. But, hey, that's where the first-team offense really helped out, you know, because they had a total of, I think, 68 rushing yards on three carries um, from the first-team offense being out there. So I'd like to see that over over four again, once again tonight. Uh, completion rate. Here's one that they didn't hit the first game, but they did this last one. I wanted to see 67% of their passes completed every two out of three. They were 61% in week one, 75% this past week. They completed three out of four passes on average. That was, that, that was a good one. Here's one that didn't happen last week. I was really hoping for, but it didn't. Sacks. The first week I wanted the Steelers to get at least three. They got four. Then I upped the number to four. They only got one. Now, they had another one that te- that technically wasn't a sack then because Alex Highsmith tackled Josh Allen on a pass play where he rolled out, ran past the line of scrimmage, and then ran back and was tackled. thing is, once he ran past the line of scrimmage, he has to be a runner. He Even if he goes back behind the line of scrimmage, he can't throw it. So that's why it's it's not a sack. Otherwise, it was, you know, they were getting there. I would like to see more sacks. I would like to see more sacks in this game tonight to, to kind of tie that up a little bit on the preseason and, and have that be something that stands out. And last but not least of my 10 things that I want to see my 10 stats, uh, takeaways, I want the Steelers to get at least one. They had four last game, four takeaways, four takeaways. I, would, I want to make sure they still get another one, even if they don't. Even if they don't have any takeaways, they're going to average two per game for the preseason based on the first two performances. But at the same time, you don't want that to, to be a good average, but on the decline. That's the key about tonight's game. Do I expect it to maybe be a little bit sloppier because the Steelers are on a short week? Perhaps. But I, I, I want to see them finish strong. They've played so strong. And like I said, the first-team offense almost can't do anything better than what they've done. I mean, honestly, if you want to make me happy, score from the red zone <laughs> because you've done it without having to get there. Up your red zone numbers because you actually made it to the red zone and then finished off the drive. That's that's one thing they can do. But if you also look at that, this probably means they're going to have a bunch more more plays than what they played the last game. My goodness, they played seven offensive snaps and had two touchdowns. Yes, they, they were set up by a good punt return, but they still had to score a 25-yard pass. And they took one play to do it. They took the shot, made it happen. It was beautiful. I'm just I'm I'm really concerned what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks when there's not Steelers football, if it's not the crazy pace that this team has set through two games. I'm really expecting it to not be. But most importantly, enjoy this game tonight. I'll tell you right now, if you went out and got NFL Plus in order to watch this game. You're probably not going to be able to see this game on NFL Plus because I did some research. There's only two games going on tonight that I know of. Uh, the Steelers are one of them, and they're on they're on NFL Network. And the other game is on Amazon, so it's not like they would even cut away from the game being on NFL Network. But with me, when I try to watch a game on NFL Plus that's on NFL Network. It, it won't let me do it. So unless, you know, with, with, with various things. So either way, hopefully you can watch this game tonight. Hopefully the Steelers finish on a high note. That's what I would like to hear them do more than anything. Finish on a high note for the preseason. Their note has already been so high that the, I don't think they could trend 
any more in the positive direction. I I just I feel like they there there's nowhere to step but backwards, but they could still be a really good step because they've just they, they've set that bar so high with what they did against the Buffalo Bills. So hopefully it's not you know that third preseason game let down. I, I'm I'm not even going to talk about that because I talked about that last week about that that you know game two preseason letdown. The Steelers did not experience that, but somebody did. That's right. It was the Buffalo Bills. They won their first preseason game. And, man, Bills fans have got it, had to be like, oh, my. You know, just kind of got to write that off like, ah, we we had an all right performance the first one. Hopefully they can bounce back. The Steelers aren't going to have a chance to bounce back from this one until they take the field for the regular season on September 10th, 1 p.m. at Crusher Stadium against the San Francisco 49ers, where you have a chance to be in attendance if you go and enter our FFSN contest. All right, I think I've said enough. I will be back tonight live on YouTube, not the Steelers preview. It's the Steelers post game. We will be on after the game. We let the game finish. We listen to Mike Tomlin's press conference. We take a couple minutes to cover that, and then we will be live on our YouTube channel. If you're not subscribed to that, go to Steel Curtain Network on YouTube. You should subscribe. You'll get the notification of when we're live. You can come in, talk to us in the live chat. Talk to other Steelers fans in the live chat. Listen to it live. Or if you're listening to this in audio, if you're one of our audio listeners, you'll get that. It'll be in audio as soon as as soon as it's done, and we can get it downloaded and put on there. Listen to it Friday and anything with that. We'll have Jeff Hartman's Winners and Losers um, Let's Ride podcast. That'll be a little bit later tomorrow. It's not going to be the typical 5 a.m. because we'll have two podcasts that have gone late. I think because, you know, he's got to do the other podcast. I think we're going to give him a little bit of time. I think that's going to be around 9 a.m. on Friday. Um, and then we're just, we'll be rolling into, we will continue to bring you the content through the the, the two-week downtime that we'll be looking at. And man, it's exciting to get to this season. So excited. Enjoy the game tonight. And We have to say go Steelers. And as I always say to finish these out, thanks for geeking out. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.